Hello, Pastor Steve Waldron with Biblical Archaeology Today. I'm so grateful you're here with us. I'm so thankful to be your host. We're going to be looking at Luke's historical accuracy using as our textbook the popular handbook of archaeology in the Bible by Holden and Geisler, Harvest House Publishers, pages 135 through 137. Great book. Recommend it for everybody. Used it for years. Let's get started. It's to this generation what evidence the demands the verdict was to the previous two generations. So the confirmation of the historical accuracy of Luke's writings is boy, it headlines. One of the gospel writers, Dr. Luke, he was a physician, is known to have been the writers of a highly accurate New Testament document, the book of Acts. The earlier work of Sir William Ramsey, such as wonderful books these are, St. Paul the Traveler and the Roman Citizen, among others, the more recent work and the noted Roman historian Colin Hemer, the book of Acts in the setting of Hellenistic history, which I been reading great book that as well have demonstrated the minute historical accuracy of the book of acts four points are important in this confirmation of the gospel record the author of the book of acts known as luke the physician the Com- colossians 4:14 companion of the apostle paul second timothy 4:11 was an accurate historian he was also the writer of the gospel of luke he wrote before ad 62 only three decades or so after Jesus died, while numerous eyewitnesses were still alive. He wrote the Gospel of Luke before he wrote Acts. Hence, the Gospel of Luke was written by an accurate historian by about eighty sixty or 61 during the lifetime of numerous eyewitnesses, as Luke attests, Luke 1, 1 through 4. First point is demonstrated by Hemer, who knows that the writer of Acts has detailed specific and first-hand knowledge of numerous things about which he wrote. I mean, you're talking about weather systems, political names, and all this. I did want to mention, he gives some great recommendations of some other books. Craig Blomberg, The Historical Reliability of the Gospels, The Historical Reliability of John's Gospel, F.F. Bruce Books, C.H. Dodd, such as History and the Gospels, Donald Guthrie, who I like Guthrie a lot, Etta Lineman, is there a synoptic problem? Great book. N.T. Wright, can you trust the gospel, among others? So let's get going, Luke, and accuracy. He knew of a natural crossing between correctly named ports in Acts 13, 4, and 5. The proper river port, Perga, for a ship passing from Cyprus, 13, 13 of Acts. All these will be Acts reference. Proper location of Lycaonia, 14, 6. Werewolfism is so still named. The unusual but correct declension of the name Lystra, the correct language spoken there, and two gods spoken with the city, namely Zeus and Hermes, 1412, a conspicuous sailor's landmark at Samothrace, 1611, the association of Thyatira with cloth dyeing, 1614, Lydia. Proper locations where travelers would spend the nights on the journey being described, 17.1. The correct designation of Galileo is Proconsul, 18.12. The name Tyrannus, which is attested on a 1st century AD inscription, 19.9. The appropriate route for passing across the open sea from Cyprus when favored by persistent 
Northwest Winds, 21-3. The correct identification of Ananias as High Priest, 23-2. And Felix as Governor, 23-24. Agreement with Josephus on the name Portius Festus, 24-27. That is significant. Proper description. Gregel for a south wind that suddenly became a violent nor'easter, 27-13. Crick identification for stopping places along the Appian Way in 28-15. And over 80 such things, the author of Acts did not make a single mistake. He is recognized as first-rate first-century historian. So further, Luke, he wrote the Gospel of Luke, which he refers in Acts 1.1. Not only did Luke refer to the gospel bearing his name, but both books were written to the same person, Theophilus, which that's fascinating discussion. Bill Cooper's got some great <laughs> discussions on who that is. And he wrote in the same style as an educated Greek. This is supported by other lines of internal and external evidence, including his medical interests, traveling companions, the testimony of each church father, such as Irenaeus, Tertullian, Clement, Origen, and Jerome. I'm sitting here looking, they've got a picture of the rocky outcropping beneath the Acropolis in Athens, where Paul spoke about the unknown God. What is more, Hemer lists 15 lines of evidence supporting a date prior to AD 62 for the book of Acts. Just a few are sufficient to make the point. There's no mention of the destruction of Jerusalem in 70 AD. Of course, that would be huge for Jewish life. Likewise, there's no mention of the Jewish wars that broke out in AD 64. The Apostle Paul is still alive, Acts 28, so the timing must be before his death, about AD 65. There's no hint of the death of James at the end of the Sanhedrin, which Josephus occurred, said occurred in AD 62. These and almost a dozen more points support a date for Acts before AD 62. Therefore, we have good evidence to conclude that the Gospel of Luke was written by an accurate first century AD historian within three decades of the death of Christ, while numerous eyewitnesses were still alive to confirm. Luke says as much in Luke 1, 2 through 4. So again, Luke, among other writers of the Bible, Old or New Testament, Mosaic, whatever, uh, attests to the historical and archaeological reliability of the Gospels. You can trust your Bible more than any other document around. And that's just verifiably, empirically true. So God bless. We love you. Thanks for being here with us. Hey, share with your friends, family, Sunday school families, college groups, co-workers, whoever else you think might enjoy this. We greatly appreciate all of you. If it's your first time listening, thank you for being here. We appreciate it. If you've been with us quite a while, we appreciate that as well, everybody. So continue in prayer, and let's believe the word. Look up. Our redemption draws nigh. God bless. We love you. Bye-bye.